you're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, today we're talking about soul care in your marriage and in the book with Stephanie Duncan Smith. Stephanie is executive editor at Baker Books. I have been so grateful and blessed to work with her on the Enneagram and Marriage Project. And upon meeting her, it was just a fit. I knew that she could bring depths to this book. I knew she could help me with the staying power of sitting with deep emotions. And sure enough, the book is here. We were able to bring it to you. And I'm hearing from you that you are connecting with it. I'm so grateful you are enjoying your time. I have been loving reading through your reviews. And I am so grateful for just even my friends who are surprising me with this sense of like, oh my gosh, like, thank you for bringing this new birth into all of our lives. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like that's something I didn't see was that people would just be excited at being part of a project and something new. And, uh, as Steph says today with us, this is a new beginning. We're birthing something together as a community. So I hope you're still enjoying and celebrating with me. We've been having more book tours this week. We had, as you might have heard on Monday, Hannah's big uh, celebration. So that's behind. And I feel like I'm you know, fully able to be in here with you, uh, both feet in week by week. And also being with my family has been a good testimony of balance and just making sure I attend to them in every possible need, which we know there's lots of possible needs um, as well, so that we can really together keep committing ourselves to growth and balance and rest. So very excited we get to talk to Stephanie today because not only are we going to talk about the soul behind the book and, and why we felt like this was the book to bring to you and like why we were like, this is a project that needs to be put into the world, hard as it will be, as books always are, to produce. Um, and against all the other books that could be out there, why some things should be books and some are just other kinds of projects. Um, what we really want to talk about also, though, is writing in general and how writing can help us with soul care and also soul care and marriage together, whatever may come of the projects. Um, I know Stephanie and I both really, as we'll talk about today, really like writing just for ourselves too. Writing is not just about publishing or sharing, but we both feel a strong communication with just how we're doing. And um, something I was writing yesterday just for myself was about how, you know, I want to sit in the shadows with people, not just in the heights. Like that is something that I felt about Stephanie from day one. She put her cards on the table, told me your Enneagram type, being a four, I'm like, oh, she's going to sit in those steps with me. And and that's what we need, right? We need our spouses to do the same where we're like, I want to reach for goals with you. But when I fall on my butt sometimes, which I will, will you be there to, to hold me, to let me cry? Will you be there for me to be able to walk with you on uh, not just the glorious, shiny moments, but also these hard places and spaces that will inevitably come. Um, this is how I felt even about Stephanie as uh, an editor peeking into my life. And um, I continue to do that work, as do you, of finding safety and feeling just one inch closer to safety together. So that's the work we're doing here. We're becoming more expansive. And I just welcome you to this shorter conversation today, but very meaningful, where we get to hear Stephanie's heart for her marriage, for uh, the work of writing, and for hopefully you 
as you think about the ways that you can grow closer to your spouse in this process of soul care with us and maybe even find some writing time for yourself to dig in or a new project that you just decide to talk with your spouse about as you invite soul care in together through the highs and the lows of marriage. So can't wait to um, bring her on. I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Thank you so much for being here with us. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us for the ENM pod. We're so delighted to have you today. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Oh my goodness. Well, I have prefaced this with just how much some of my writer friends are even just like, oh my gosh, I have an editor crush on Stephanie. You are so awesome. Many people love you, adore you. Thank you for joining. Tell us a little bit about yourself. That's very kind. Thanks for the welcome. I, I'm, I'm, um, where do I even begin? Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm an editor. I've been doing this for, um, almost 15 years. That's my professional work. I also, uh, but really I'm a reader first. I've always been a reader from childhood. Um, I'm a, a writer for personal enjoyment and just just love the world of books that I am so honored to work in. Um, I I talk about sometimes how I'm I'm so glad that I get to be in a job that suits my type, which we'll talk more about. But I'm I'll just go ahead and self-identify. I'm an I'm an Enneagram four with a three wing. Mm-hmm. And something I love about my work that I think fours generally appreciate is that. I am enabled to skip the small talk altogether and skip straight to the deep talk. So with authors and writers, I I get to just say, what makes you tick? What's tell me the heart of the thing just right off the bat. And I love that. And I love working with authors such as yourself, Krista, who are so gifted at getting to the heart of things Um, and the way that books do the same thing for all of us. They just cut to it and go deep. Um, so that's that's some of what I do in, in my professional day today. Um, I personally, because um, I know we'll talk about this, um, I've been married to my husband for 13 years and we have um, a toddler and a newborn currently. So um, that's life for us right now. Ah, yes. You're like, I'm in it all. And I love how you're able to go deep, even though you're in it all. And you could be like, I'm taking a different genre, but your courage is seen. And that's, I think one of my favorite things about you is right from the time I met you, you were like, I'm going to put my cards on the table. I'm an Enneagram four. And it just helped me so much to be like, oh, this is a safe place to land with my heart, which is so precarious. Mm -hmm. So my audience has been really hearing a lot about you in the past few episodes. Mm because we really appreciate that you do that. I also have heard you talk about how you take writers and remind them that sometimes you're writing for your own art or you share that you have pieces of work and as do I, that nobody will ever see. And I just want our listeners to know that like you may not have a published book, but can you just speak to that for one sec? I'm so glad you're talking about that because I don't think it's talked about nearly enough. Yeah, And especially in, in your work, you know so deeply the value of doing that interior work for yourself. And I think of writing as just one possible practice for engaging that inner work. Mm -hmm. And 
a way of going deep with yourself so that you can go deep with others. And that is, if you ask me, that is never, ever, ever wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in, in my possession, um, my, just to give you one, one real life example, my grandmother kept a journal, a daily log is mm-hmm. I think what she called it. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple. It's just, here's, here's what we did today. And here's some reflections on it. And I cherish those. I have a couple of them. I mean, she kept them over the years, wow. but I have just a couple of them and I cherish them. She never published. She, yeah. nobody knows her name. Right. She, she didn't have a following. She didn't public speak. And none of that matters because she paid attention to the details of her life and those details mattered. And I get to witness that as her granddaughter today and learn from that just daily wisdom, uh, the wisdom of paying daily attention to your life. So that's never wasted. And I love publishing, obviously. I'm so pro this weird and wonderful work that (laughs) we're in, but that's not the only medium that matters. Mm. And I feel very strongly about that. So yeah, I'm so for a personal writing practice and you don't have to identify as a writer. You don't have to write. You don't have to have fancy vocabulary or style. It's just for you. And when you know that it can free yourself up to even be more creative and generative again, just for yourself, that can be a really beautiful, profound practice. So I'm so glad. I'm so glad to hear you say that. Yes, me too with you. (laughs) And I have poems occasionally. I will share them with my daughters and they're like so good at sacred holding, especially my four, of course. And uh, I feel like there might be small segments. You're reminding me even of a couple I had almost two decades back where the husband was so red faced, stressed, automotive Detroit worker. And then in our work, he began to start writing poetry and he would just share them in his sessions. And they were very simple and sweet and basic. And he and his wife loved them. And so I don't even remember that a lot with my clients, but like we've just, both of us said, if you're listening, we do this. And uh, yeah, so thank you for starting us there. We're so excited that we have a book together. You have helped me so much to dig for what's best to share. Um, Mm -hmm. But we want to hear about you today. So tell us a little bit about, like you said, your four and your marriage pairing and the way you guys glow out there and how you met too. Oh, sure. Yeah. Where to begin? (laughs) So um, my husband, Zach, and I met when we were pretty young. So we, we met in college and, um, and we married when we were relatively young. Um, we, my husband is an eight with a nine wing. And I don't know, Krista, if this will resonate with you or not, but this is the way I often tell it. When I first encountered the Enneagram, I read, uh, Richard Rohr's book, Mm-hmm. And I was reading it and I know a lot of people have this experience, but I was reading it. I was reading about my own type and it was like a holding up a mirror. Mm-hmm. And then when I read about the type eight, I was like, this is my husband. <laughs> it was just so clear to me. And and here's, here's my take. I don't know if you'll, yeah, you may have your own, but the mm-hmm. way I often tell it, because I, this is just true for us, is that 
I, I felt like at least with Zach and I, um, the way that I read, the way that we read our types, the way that we responded to our type only furthered our true type. So for me as a four reading about the four, my honest human initial response was, I always knew I was special. Ah, well, I was like, see, I knew it. I knew it. So it, it was just, it was just this kind of humorous, like, there it is. And, and for Zach, his initial response. So I read the book first and I was just telling him about it. And I was like, I think this is you. Mm-hmm. And his response as an eight was, this is all bunk. This is made up. No, no, not mm-hmm. buying it. I'm mm-hmm. skeptical. Mm-hmm. Surely this is an oversimplification. Um, so it, it just, you know, he took the fighter response and I took the very like individualist response to our own type and it got us, it got us just like that. You, you so, um, that. yeah, but, but it was so, it was truly so helpful. Mm. I, I probably was introduced to the Enneagram maybe five years into our marriage um, and have done a lot of reading and and researching into it since. And I think, yeah, both of us are um, kind of, hmm, there's an intensity, I think, to the four and to the eight Mm -hmm. um, that has been good for us to be self-aware of. And it's also been so helpful in learning about each other and understanding the needs underlying the behaviors. Mm. So I think that's been really just beneficial for us and an ongoing process. It's nothing we'll ever have fully figured out. Mm. I love that you know that. I love that you're able to say it's going to keep showing up again and again and again. And that was frankly, one of my favorite things about getting to work with you through this book process is something this whole audience talks a lot about is uh, we just love the real, you know, we just can't, I'm, I'm speaking for you out there. Sorry if I'm not speaking correctly, but I think most of you have told me you agree with this, that we don't like when somebody's like cheesy and fake about their marriage and like yeah, perfect. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. no, we've had so much trauma. Like legitimately everyone here knows that Wes comes on. He's mm-hmm. like, blow my cover. Um, you know, he was like, throw me under the bus for the stories. And then we decided not to, <laughs> yeah. um, but like the truth is like, we've been places. And like you said, we'll keep going places, mm-hmm. but I like how you're aware And that, Mm -hmm. you know, as to uh, a four and an eight, for those who are maybe not this far into the book or into this uh, pod yet, they're emotionally reactive types. They're passionate. Mm -hmm. So you do put these feelings out there in a big way sometimes, I would imagine. And I love hearing you say, we're learning that when we do these big behaviors, that there's Mm -hmm. something deeper underlying. So Mm -hmm. that's fascinating. How do you guys get there? Do you take deep breaths? Do you pause? Do you take breaks? You know, it's interesting. Um, I am definitely the the emotional heart in our relationship. Yeah. Um, and and Zach is very passionate, very passion driven. Has a strong, like, immediate opinion um, that he's willing to go to bat for. Mm-hmm. So, I think something that we're still learning about probably in our relationship is that um, 
he is a fighter, but I'm not the one that he fights. Mm. And something that I've had to, he channels that elsewhere. And something that I've had to kind of come awake to is I'm allowed to have my big feelings. Everyone is, I'm not scared of them. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. and, and, and that's good, but also there's, there's a healthy way to process those and not as, as for, you know, all, all types face those choices. And that's, that's a core one of mine. Um, but something I've had to really be aware of in myself is he's allowed to have his big feelings too. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a corner on that. Um, wow. So to make space for that mm-hmm. has been a practice for him because it it might not be the most immediate impulse for him to lead with that. Um, and, you know, when you're just so used to being in your feelings and it's so second nature and comfortable to you, those can take precedent in a way that I don't ever want to put on him or anyone. Um, so that's something, you know, that I've personally been waking up to and and trying to kind of refine the the raw edges of, of that because, you know, my hope is that I make space not just for my my emotions, but the authentic emotions of others too. Mm, I love that. And as an eight, he really appreciates probably when you've clarified some of it too. Um, Mm Because I know our body types really appreciate that through line and clarification of here's what's going on with me so that we don't process all of that with them. It's just almost like it doesn't fit with their nature. Yeah. Um, So Mm -hmm. I like how you're like, I have to do my work and then I have to share it with him and I'm going to, but when he has something big also, I have to be ready for that. And that takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for him, it takes courage to also voice some of those kind of what's going on um, under the surface. And he would say this himself, um, but his kind of natural reaction to his, his eightness kind of manifests in, 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 Anger is maybe one expression, but also just the the injustice of the world, mm-hmm. um, and and the that that can light a fire under him in some really beautiful ways mm-hmm. because he knows that things should be better and people deserve better, and it's often on behalf of others, mm-hmm. um, which is something I've always I've always noted about him and loved about him. Oh. Um, and I think actually for him, the courage can come into, you know what, he can, he can be, he's allowed to be sad, disappointed, angry for the things that don't, for, for the injustice in his own life or, you know, the, the distance between the way things are and the way that things should be or that we hope that they will be. And, and that's okay for him to feel that way too. Yeah. And I, I'm sure he just so appreciates you. Uh, giving him that space because I know with eights in our lives, many of them don't have a four in their families to come around and to say, ah, like you're allowed to feel too. And it is, I'm safe for you to do that with, but also as you're growing that I won't keep you here forever. I'm not going to hold you hostage. I'm not going to use it against you. Um, 
and I'm not going to pull them up when you're not ready to share. So I love how yeah. developing safety. It takes years. And like you said, you're still working it out, but um, what is a way you see the two of you shine out there? I'm already seeing some of it. I know you love making mm-hmm. bold statements. So tell me more about um, what you feel like the two of you bring together. Mm. I think uh, I wouldn't say that this is linked to our types necessarily. It's just it's just who we are um, in the world, but we individually and together, I think we carry our, we've always carried our own ambitions. Mm -hmm. And I don't say ambition in the sense of something big, Mm -hmm. just something specific and intentional and a desire for a direction in life or something that we want to accomplish um, we also are for better and 100% for worse. We work really hard and we've had seasons in our marriage that we worked way too hard and we did not have good boundaries at all. That's something we continually fight against too, you know? Um, but I think we have always been in, in those respective. So my husband, he's, um, he, teaches uh at the university level so he's in academia he's a he's a researcher Mm. um so he's 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 gone through many programs many degrees um and I also went through a a grad program um while working full-time and so we we've kind of had our own tracks um and I don't I we have always, I think, offered each other a a strong base of support for for doing those things. And I think about this a lot. Um, you you could speak to this probably even more particularly, but I know that the studies are pretty clear that when a person has a strong base of security, mm-hmm. it creates that safety to take greater risks. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been a big theme in our life together mm-hmm. because we've had the security of us. Mm-hmm. We have felt the safety to say, you know what, I'm going to go for this yeah. or I'm going to try this. Um, and also, you know, in, in that going for and trying, I mean, we failed along the way. Huh. Um, if you're looking at a purely outward objective sense, you know, we've, we have fallen short of the hoped for goal. Um, and we've always been able to come back to center and and still have that togetherness and trust that I think we've built and cultivated um, as a, yeah, just, you know, a homing place. Oh, and I think that's a, a especially significant for us because through our ambitions and the things that we want to do in life we've we've physically moved a lot mm-hmm. so we've moved for grad school we've moved for job opportunities we've we've um dotted the the US <laughs> so we've we've lived in a lot of places we've we've moved in and out of communities um but the space that is us has always been the constant amid so many variables and I think that's where there's just a lot to that. Mm. Um, 
I think, yeah, there's a lot to that. So that's, I think that's um, something that has kept us steady through many changes. And also just the, the, you know, the support and the safety, but also the, you got this, like, I believe in you and, and not in a, not in a flattering Mm. or obligatory Mm. sense, but a true, if anybody can do this, you can. Oh, yeah. And I give you that freedom to pursue this with knowing if it doesn't work out, you shift, you start to nuance. We love each other. We're each other's foundation. I love he used the word homing. And Mm -hmm. I love how you talked about how we can have um, some healthy risk once we have the secure base. I think all the time about, and everyone here knows that um, the Maslowian mountain where we have our secure base on the bottom and the prag, I almost think of it in the Enneagram pragmatism or that self-pres instinct layering. And then you move up to the ideals. And I know four is an idealist as is seven. Um, And so if you want to be up there on the top of that mountain, like you said, you've got to have tenacity and grit. Mm -hmm. and a secure base. And some days you're not going to make it even close to the top, but you're still, you still might try. sounds like in your pairing and a lot of us pairings out there are like that. And then we can just kind of roll back down almost like there's this cushion at the bottom to, to just let us like down and be like, not today. You have a toddler, you have a baby. This is not going to go as high. Or for me, you have girls in um, college who need you all the time to process. So, uh, Mm -hmm. and yet if we just stayed there and didn't try for these goals, I think life would be uh, not nearly as interesting. I think your marriage mission doesn't get to go as far. So I love for you to inspire us all with these goals. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and I think I maintain, I would be a completely different person if I had a different partner who I sensed only, only supported me in that obligatory way. I would be a different person. Yeah, you would. And it would be beautiful in a different way in some ways. Cause I'm almost thinking of like you with a nine or something. Cause I see that with my, I, he has a nine wings so that might not be the best analogy here, but like my daughter, who's a four with my daughter, who's a nine, they're such a peaceful vibe and their tenacity looks very different from a four with an eight. Um, and so I see them with their two, eight best friends and there's just all these different dynamics. So that's why I love how we've been able to work together to bring out every pairing and the beauty of the differences and the nuances. And you sort of named it uh, in an underlying way when you said, I, I really feel like this is the way we are. It might even be outside of our Enneagram types because research tells us the couples who do the best out there are just the ones who can tell a healthy narrative. Um, Mm -hmm. So before you go, I wanted to ask you what you felt like. I know you love to work with passion projects. And like you said, uh, you like to be bold. There's this polarity or uh, maybe paradox about you. Um, Tell us why you felt like Enneagram and this particular book project was a meaningful one for you to spend your limited time on. And I'm so thankful you did, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's such an honor to see it in the sacrament of print. I was thrilled when I got my own copy and, you know, a couple of things stand out to me. I mean, first, uh, let me, let me, I'll peel back the curtain a little bit and talk about how I presented your title at our pub board, because that is the space where I'm, I'm selling an idea. Um, so some, a couple of things that stood out to me then and now are, first of all, 
Krista, just your experience and credentials to write this book with your clinical background is huge to me. Mm. Um, there are many Enneagram books out there. This is a huge conversation. I think, I think probably you and, and many other listeners on the podcast are, are here because you crave that depth of discovery about yourself mm -hmm. with the Enneagram kind of jokes out there. But I, I think we want more than that. Um, so your book to me gives that more. And I'm, I'm so, I, I love, yes, the credentials and, and the depth of experience and insight that you bring um, through your, your work across mediums with couples. Mm -hmm. um, also, the, something that really is striking to me, I think it would be all too easy to theorize about which types are really the ideal pairings. Mm -hmm. And you refuse to do that from the outset because that is, that's a danger zone. Mm -hmm. And I, I just love and so appreciate your grounding premise mm -hmm. that any type with any type in health can, can glow. Mm -hmm. And that there, there are no, there are no, ideal, ideal pairings. That's a myth that doesn't exist. You can get yourself into trouble really quickly, mm -hmm. um, by going down that road. So I, I appreciate just that grounding principle of yours, but also as you read through the comprehensive pairing profiles that you've created, you can't help but believe it. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a testament to your work and, and vision, Krista, but literally as I read every single profile, you cast it in such a way that is just stunning. Mm -hmm. And you have me believing it anew every single time. Like, wow, a one with a two, a one with a three, a one with a four. They're all amazing. And, and it's true. So I think there's a, just a generosity of your vision. I think that helps us believe it about ourselves. Um, and about our own partnerships. Um, mm. And also, you know, you hold up an honest mirror to when we are not in health and, and how we can support a partner um, who may be struggling or, or on their own path in becoming, how we can support ourselves. Um, there's just, it's a, it's a rich treasury mm. of of practices and insights for that path of becoming. And you're just a really, a really good guide. Ah, oh, thank you so much for seeing my passion for couples, believing in it and making it a safe place. Just like you said, we want to do as couples for each other, because I absolutely have to have that as a thinking type. And wow, it's just so new for me after self-publishing and not really going this route for that exact reason to then be welcomed in with somebody who says like, I see your work 
and I believe in it. And Mm -hmm. I also want to promote it so that others can find that healing. It was such a gift is such a gift. And like I said, just even not knowing, wow, how do I put myself into this work while being a credible um, source, as well as a vulnerable participant, you just gave us that extra glow in our pairing. So thank you for that editorial uh, writer pairing. I can see how much you love writers and support Mm -hmm. them. And uh, yeah, just Anyone who gets to work with you would be so blessed, lucky, and to get to read your beautiful work at Slant Letter. Can you tell us where people can find you? Yeah, I publish a an occasional newsletter um, on Substack called Slant Letter, which is it's a, a newsletter dedicated to writers in the writing craft, but also soul care for the creative life, which, as we know, can be pretty angsty sometimes. Yeah. Um, so you can find that at slantletter.com. Um, and and Krista, I also want to say something else that I so appreciate about your book and, and my initial vision for it is I don't believe that this is a book to be read once and shelved. Hmm. This is a book to return to and return to. And I really, truly think over the years, revisit those underlines and read them in a new way with new offerings for where you are in in your personal life and in your partnership. Um, And those are the kind of books that I'm passionate about publishing because we want them to have a long life. And Mm -hmm. your book is, is, is designed to be just that, a reference book to return to and with something new in it for you every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm so excited that I think the journey is just beginning. Oh, that's so wonderful to hear. And I am right there with you guys on the page. You hear Stephanie is too. We're doing our work alongside and it's as much accountability for me as you, but we did make it a beautiful cover for you as Stephanie held it up earlier. <laughs> so you guys are going to have fun in the pages. You are, yay, she's holding it up again if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> and you are going to also get so deep with us. So know that Stephanie's four layering is in it. Thank you so much for Splant Letter for all the time with me. I cherish it. And like you said, we'll continue to cherish it. Um, And thank you for just honoring this time with us today to tell everybody about the book too. Thanks. It's my honor. Thank you for having me. Ah, thank you so much for being here as you got to bear witness, even when I'm popping off and running over to like, oh, okay, let's find Stephanie at Slant Letter, which I want you to, oh my gosh, I want you to find her at her Instagram at Slant Letter. But even so, when we do that, she's like, Krista, sit with your book. (laughs) This is a new beginning. And I just love having people in my corner who have varied gifts because I feel like, uh, and I know this is true for you, we do better work when we're surrounded by people of differing temperaments who can hold us to the fire in different beautiful ways with the gentility of like, okay, the glow, not the scorching kind of fire. So let's be that together. Let's keep on loving each other and uh, our mates, especially our family so that we can get good lift off. And I will talk to you soon. Have a good rest of your week. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as EnneagramandMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. 
Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.